Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Movies Mayhem. So, this is episode 109, and I am your host Chris, and joining me is Isaac. What's up? Here for Formula 109. Yep. Uh, he's having a delicious ice cream sandwich cookie thing, or cookie sandwich, I, I guess. I am. Yeah. Uh, as, as it would be called. So, uh, yeah. Um, I guess I won't ask you a question right away, <laughs> but... You could ask me how it is. How's that tasting? Pretty good. What kind of ice cream is that? It's all blue. It's called Blue Monster, I think. It's from uh, Insomnia Cookies here in El Paso. They, I believe it's their own... Shout out? Yeah, I believe it's their own uh, thing. But I think they call it Blue Monster because it's like Cookie Monster. Mm. It's the color of Cookie Monster. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it is actually very very Cookie Monster-ish. Cool. Uh, yeah, of uh, 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 Insomnia Cookies. Send us free stuff. We're sponsoring you guys. Or not sponsoring, but we're endorsing it. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. And they oh. deliver. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, only because they're nearby. Oh, okay. As long as you're in the area, they deliver. We won't disclose where we are right now. Um, Isaac, what was the last thing... Or, sorry, not the last thing you saw, but what... Is there a movie that you saw recently that you'd like to discuss? Um, I saw Tenet. Oh, how... Yeah, okay. I, I went to the theaters, and I saw it. I'm gonna die. That's the yeah. That's the way to do it. You see, Tenet and die is the uh, the promotional tour thing. Uh, what'd you think? Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. A few people at work have asked me what it's about, and I didn't know what to tell them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched quite a few videos on YouTube uh, where they say they explain the plot, and I still don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Uh, I was like, is this a CIA guy? Or no, it's, it's, it's kind of, he's kind of CIA, right? I think he's, yeah, initially CIA. But then he he's trying to catch a, a villain who can go through time, I guess? Backwards? I didn't know how to explain it. Yeah, yeah. Um, somehow he acquires weapons and uh, technology that can travel backwards through time, and he uses it to go backwards through time, and he... His ultimate goal, I think, is to undo time. Something like that. It sounds more out there than it is played, because mm -hmm. it's more down-to-earth, uh, more gritty, realistic, James Bond kind of movie. Um, maybe more like a... Not even like the old-school James Bond movies, more like the new ones, I guess. Um, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember the, a lot of the old ones, but... Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty, I don't know, it, it was, uh, what would you think of it? You, you want to have any more thoughts on it? I liked it, like, it was pretty cool. Um, there's a line early at the beginning, the scientist, I can't, she's like the French lady, she, I can't remember what else she's in. She's in, in Bruges. There you go. I kept thinking she was, um, the girl from Inglorious Bastards. What's your name? Shoshana. Oh, uh, yeah, Melanie, <laughs> Melanie Laurent. Yeah. Uh, or it might be said different. And that's, how, and that's how you know I'm getting old, because I'm confusing actors who look nothing alike. Right. Um, and so she says at, the, at one point in the beginning, don't try to understand it. And I was like, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the action was pretty entertaining. The, I do have a theory uh, about one of the characters that's not um, ever explicitly stated. Um, I don't want to spoil it here, so I'll kind of discuss it with you afterwards. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it was, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, yeah. It's a lot like Inception. It's the, That's the closest to his work that it is. Yeah, 
I, I guess so. I, I thought it was going to be more like... Inse- I think that's why I was a little disappointed by because I love Inception, and this one I was just kind of like, I thought it would be a little more Inception-y. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's still pretty good. What were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, well, I like it. I, pro- I think, yeah, yeah, Inception is probably better, but... Yeah, I... I the, the first time, I, I think I was just too confused to know if I liked it or not. Uh, I mean, I still, it was still pretty good. It's entertaining and... But I, 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 I think I just walked out of it kind of going, what? It's just it's a real, real head-scratcher. And then I saw it again um, before I saw the YouTube videos, before I thought to watch the YouTube videos, because I thought uh, I would get it more a second time, and I still didn't. And yeah, the, the YouTube videos ex- said something about one of the characters that I kind of both times didn't realize, and, and I don't know. We'll, we'll talk more about that afterwards. Yeah. But uh, overall, it's a good deal. Watch it in theaters, guys. It, it, it's well, I mean, you know, it, it, if you feel if you feel comfortable about it, I recommend it. Uh, you don't necessarily have to, but it is probably going to be worth it. Uh, it's just a better experience overall. Uh, what else you got for Tenet? Anything else? Um, it's no. hard. It's hard to talk about without spoilers. Without going into spoilers. Yeah, it's. <laughs> A lengthier movie than I kind of expected it to be. I mean, I guess I should have known going in, hey, this, you know, a Christopher Nolan movie, two and a half hours-ish. But I remember at one point uh, thinking, like, oh, this is the end right here. Like, this was pretty breezy. Yeah. <laughs> and then now it, it went on for, like, another 45 minutes. Yeah, I think I, th- I think that end sequence is kind of... You, you know, in, in that end sequence, uh, how can I say there's a lot more going on than I guess I kind of expected, and 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 I don't feel a lot of uh, attachment to it because there's a lot more characters, um, nameless characters, just running soldiers running around, and you kind of don't know who they are, and and so you kind of don't feel too uh, invested, I think, in, in what they're doing, and so I kind of that's kind of where it lost me, or yeah, like I, I kind of wish that they had toned down the ending a little bit more. Um, I remember at one point thinking, Aaron Taylor Johnson's yeah. in this for some reason. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Well, not necessarily about him, but he kind of does factor into this. Christopher Nolan loves a mask that muffles your, the actor's dialogue. Loves it. Did in Dunkirk, the that uh, the Dark Knight, Batman Rises, um, the Dark Knight Rises, and this one, I want to say maybe there's another one out there. He loves a mask to muffle what the actors are saying. So be patient with him, that guy. Yep. But, but uh, cool, man. Um, what did you, you, you took a friend to see it. Did your friend like it? Yeah, he also liked it. Cool, man. Well, awesome. I just uh, finished watching um, uh, Blade Runner 2049 on the big screen. Yeah. That's a great fucking movie, man. It's wonderful. But I, I, th- I think the reason that it kind of... Um, Impresses me so much more is that I uh, I think I've mentioned it before on the podcast. Don't really care for Blade Runner. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or did you really not know that? <laughs> I did not. Well, actually, no, no, no. I was ringing the bell. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I mean, it's visually impressive and stuff, I and mean, there's some ideas in there that I like. But overall, I've never understood why anyone likes that movie as much as they do. Um, yeah, but this one, I really, I don't know what it is. I maybe it's just like the more fantastical elements uh, uh, contrasted against the like the cold, hard science fictiony aspects of it, visuals of it. Um, but yeah, there's there's a, a really interesting story there, and at, right, like right at the beginning, they kind of set it up that you know 
uh, like there's gonna be a miracle or something, or something, I don't know how to set it up without giving it away, but it's, yeah, I really like it, uh, Ryan Gosling's really good, the whole cast is actually really good, um, uh, I was thinking about how Robin Wright Penn is notably famous, but I kind of feel like she should have been a bigger mo movie star than, than she is, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why I feel that way, she is, like, she's Princess Buttercup, right? Yeah. And, uh, she's Jenny, Jenny. And uh, who knows what else she plays? But she has plenty of memorable roles. And I famously don't like either one of those movies. Ooh, well, not famously. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, <laughs> I don't. if that's on your Wikipedia or not. Yeah. But um, what's the first? Oh, Princess Bride. Um, yeah, Princess Bride. It's charming, but I again also don't know why people love it as much as they say they do. I guess I don't know. Um, but yeah, she's in it uh, in a supporting role. Did a good job. Uh, Ryan Gosling, Ana Dramas is, is, is doing a really good job. Oh yeah, that was um, like her big star-making turn. Was it? Well, not really, because nobody saw it. But right, yeah. after that movie is when really when she started coming out and liking on stuff. I don't know. Yeah, she started popping. Yeah, I guess you're right. I think before that, I didn't really know her name. I recognized her as the Knock Knock girl. Yeah. But I don't think I knew her name. And then she did uh, Knives Out. She's a Bond girl now. Uh, what else did she do? She could be Marilyn Monroe. This is weird, a little bit. Um, Harrison Ford is in it. Just the Harrison Ford. Yeah. Great, great job. Um, yeah, I really like the girl who plays Love. Um, I wish I knew her name. Sil know? Sylvia Hoek or something like Sylvia that. Sylvia Hoek, yeah. Uh, can't think of any... Oh, the, I saw her in The Girl in the Spiderweb. Um, which was not a very good movie. I mean, it was fine. Very mediocre movie, All right. um, but yeah, I can't think of anything uh, anything else you might have been in. I have it, the internet at my disposal uh, disposal right here. I'm not gonna look it up, but uh, yeah, I really liked her in it. Mm -hmm. um, Jared Leto's in it, and I didn't mind him. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I in general, I, right? I yeah, in general, I don't have a problem with Jared Leto. Yeah. So. No, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know that uh, he, he's fine. I guess. I, I, I don't think he's a bad dude. Um, well, there's those allegations like uh, why oh. why James Gunn doesn't didn't want him in Suicide Squad because apparently like he had some dealings with some underage young ladies. Oh, I did not know about this. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well then. So allegedly a bad dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. I guess. I mean, good for James Gunn. Yeah. I'm not so good for Jared Leto. But uh, that's the rock star lifestyle, man. We can't we can't hate who. Mm. Wouldn't we do the same if we were in his shoes? Yeah. Maybe. Probably would make Suicide Squad, but yeah, that other stuff. Probably. <laughs> I would probably do. Probably. Um, Alright, cool. Uh, I feel like I had something else I wanted to say about Blade Runner uh, 2049 specifically. Uh, yeah, we've done a, uh, an episode where me, George, and Oscar talk about it. We review it pretty much. Um, it's not on the uh, the catalog right now because we switched uh, uh, user... Um, websites but it's out there somewhere so track it down i dare you uh anything else you want to say about blade runner 2049 wonderful movie it is it's great a, it's a great follow-up to a great movie uh, <laughs> it's a great follow-up but it's only the second time i've seen it and I, I can't understand why i never i never no i do understand why i never i'm kind of against <coughs> buying movies and i always thought that i would have a, a digital i i considered getting a digital copy of it um 
but yeah, for some reason, I, I just lately just don't want to buy movies. I don't have the space for them. Um, so like that one, Mad Max, like a bunch of other different visually stunning movies. I just like, I want to buy them, but I don't have the room for them. I don't know what else to do, but yeah, so it's my second time watching it. I feel, because usually on my top ten, I have to watch them at least three times. And so, I don't know. It could be a top ten. We'll see how I see uh, how I feel after the third time I watched it. <coughs> um, but Isaac, what we're here today for uh, is uh, we're doing another quarter century c- cinema episode. And so what that is, for anyone who didn't listen to our last episode, is uh, we're talking about movies that, are, that have turned uh, 25 years old uh, this year. And we're going to see how they hold up. Uh, we have a different criteria for like things that are you know important uh, to depict and represent and in, in, in movies today um, or that, that should be uh, considered. Um, and uh, so we're gonna talk about the usual suspects. Anything you want to say right off the bat about the movie? Uh, when when did you first see it? Um, well, I don't know exactly, but uh, and I feel like I say this with a lot of movies, but I saw it in middle school. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I think I think that's right. And well, we were in middle school, like uh, late '90s, early 2000s. I don't remember exactly. No, late '90s. No, late '90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we saw it there. I don't <clears throat> remember why. I think we, our, our uncle owned it, and we were just like watching a bunch of his movies, and yeah, yeah. it was it was good, great stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, I think, and, and that at that point, you know, the internet didn't exist, or it did exist, but it wasn't as widely, you know running rampant as it does as it is now so we didn't we still hadn't known the spoiler yeah uh the twist ending our, our, our pornography was not as widely available no, as it is now not at all uh but yeah yeah i i, I want to say we saw it in maybe uh, seventh eighth grade um just like 12 monkeys we didn't see it right when it came out so we don't know you know we were not in the exact mindset of you know what 1995 was like and you know what? What movies uh, could could get away with? Um, but yeah, it, it's a, a well, like fairly simple premise. Is a, a, a group of criminals are brought in uh, for a, a lineup, and uh, because the, uh, the the usually in a lineup, all the uh, suspects are kind of similar looking, but in this case, the uh, victim only heard the voice. So they gather these five guys, these notorious criminals. They they do different kind of kind of jobs, and while they're spending the night in the slammer, they instantly become BFFs. That's, that's <coughs> stuff I speak. They become BFFs, yeah. and they start to plan a job because they're just like, well, you know, what? we're we're here, we're wrongly convicted, or not, we're being held wrongfully. Let's get back to these pricks, you know? Let's do some crimes. Let's do some crimes! <laughs> uh, and then that's where the movie kind of takes off. Uh, uh, they just get into all sorts of hijinks. It's, it's good, wonderful stuff. Uh, there's there's uh, Hockney, which is uh, Kevin Pollock, doing a dramatic turn. Usually he's a very comedic actor, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I think he was a comedian at first, right? Yeah. He does a lot of impressions. I think he has his own podcast. I don't know what it's about or where it's what it's called, but he does have one out there. He does a great Christopher Walken impression. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Baldwin, who was in Biodome, still boggles my mind. Uh, and uh, the other one, the Flintstones one. Yeah, uh, uh, Viva, Viva Rock, Rock Vegas. Vegas as Barney <laughs> Rubble. Great stuff. Uh, Vinicio del Toro is Fenster. Um, he's doing. A very memorable, muttering 
mumbling performance. Uh, uh, Dean Keaton is uh, Gabriel Byrne uh, of the Talking Heads. No, I'm just kidding. That's David Byrne, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Gabriel Byrne, who would later start with uh, Kevin Pollock in End of Days. Oh. Yeah, right. Uh, where he plays Satan, which is pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite roles of him in arguably not a great movie, but I still like it. Arguably, it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. I like that movie, actually. Uh, and, uh, 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 last one, <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, no, the last one is Verbal Kent, won the Academy Award, it's Kevin Spacey, everyone's favorite, um, thespian. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, it was directed by Brian Singer, who also has some troubles. Um, well, I was thinking today, or at least when I was watching the movie, and, uh, have you ever seen Difficult People on Hulu? No. It's a it's a it's a pretty funny show. I mean, it's kind of stupid, but it, it's funny. Uh, Billy Eichner uh, is one of the reg- is one of the co stars, and I remember <laughs> there's a line in one of the episodes where he goes, "I'm more nervous than Brian Singer's pool boy." <laughs> <laughs> there's a, another one. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna quote difficult people here, where, <laughs> and this one doesn't make as much sense, but it was still really fucking funny. Uh, He's at a, a bar with, or at a show with, with his, uh, uh, on a date, and the, it's a magician asking for volunteers, and his date raises his hand, and then Billy goes, his hand went up faster than Kim Spacey's flies on the opening night of Newsies. <laughs> <laughs> Your fly doesn't go up if it's opening, guys. But I still, I still appreciate the joke, and I butchered it, probably, but I tried to do the Billy Eichner pitch, also. Uh, good stuff. It's a good show. Check it out. Um... Alright, cool. So, I feel like we know all the background information that we want to know. Oh, Christopher McQuarrie <laughs> wrote it. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Also won an Academy Award. Right? Oh, yeah, for Best uh, Screenplay. Yeah. He's in it at the very end. You'll catch him as one of the cops standing there when uh, Verbal's getting away. Um, Spoiler. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> that's a 25-year-old movie. Yeah, spoilers for this movie. If you haven't seen it, uh, what are you listening to this for? Yeah, you probably should have watched it before you listened to this. Uh... Unless they want to know, like, is this movie I should check out 25 years down the road? Yes. Oh, well, maybe, actually. <laughs> we'll see how it holds up. That's the whole point of the discussion. Isaac, what was your what were your reactions watching it this time? Oh, sorry, hold on. Do you remember when might have been the last time you saw it? I, I had seen it, well, other than today. I had seen it a few years ago. I bought it on DVD, but I didn't really watch it. I, I had it on with the audio commentary. Mm. Which was uh, uh, Brian and Chris talking about, it. and I don't remember anything about it that they said. But <laughs> uh-huh. but I remember I I was I think I was fairly entertained by it. I I want to ask because um, I I listened to the uh, the way of the gun commentary with Christopher McQuarrie, and so much of that movie, surpri- uh, kind of surprisingly, is him just saying this was actually Benicio del Toro's idea, and like there's a whole lot of things in that, that movie that. Benicio uh, recommended. Was there stuff in here that that he might have come up with? I just told you I don't remember. Motherfucker! I, th- I thought maybe at least something. <laughs> I I think I I believe the the voice of Fencer was his idea, like to to make it incomprehensible. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, that guy. He's uh, he's he's cool. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. I saw it a few years ago. I bought it on Blu-ray. Um, I want to say maybe two years ago, and. Yeah, I remember at the time kind of thinking, yeah, is this going to hold up? And uh, that was before, like, the allegations and stuff. So I didn't feel, like, awkward buying it. 
but I, I just remember thinking, like, oh, it's a pretty old movie. I don't even know, like, now that I know the twist ending, is it going to be as good? I think this would have been the second time I was watching it. And, uh, yeah, it's still really good. And, um, and then when I rewatched it this time, uh, well, should we talk about, uh, I, I guess the whole, yeah, yeah, my reactions, my, my personal reactions without being objective, um, so, so this is, wait, subjective? Yeah, subjective. Alright, I guess. That's oh. my personal, <laughs> my personal opinion, still a great movie, um, yeah, still really, uh, really cool, and, and it holds up, and, um, uh, I, this time I actually thought like, oh man, this is a breeze. It, I felt like it went by quick. It was like what two hours and change, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, kind of the opposite. Oh. <laughs> um, it it's still a, a fairly good movie, but it's not great. It's not something that I would recommend. Like like oh, if you've never seen this movie, watch it. And I I think it it, it at the time it kind of was good because of. First of all, the age that I saw it at was very young, and yeah. in the time that it came out, I guess there weren't a lot of movies like this, and now I feel like it's been kind of uh, copied, and mm -hmm. like the twist has, you know, been uh, parodied and everything. Yeah. So, and, and, and don't get me wrong, the twist at the end, when it's revealed, is still a pretty powerful moment, but then, like, the whole time watching the movie, I'm like, they're just hitting you in the face with this that it's him <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I yeah there were a few times where I was just like oh I can't believe you know people still probably don't don't or maybe now if, if you watch it with fresh eyes yeah like you said with, with knowing all the all the parodies and uh, the ripoffs and stuff maybe you would see it coming a little bit more yeah like if like if I were to show it to someone now who had never seen it before uh, yeah I, I think that they would see it coming mm. Uh, it's only an hour and 46 minutes, so <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was so much longer. Yeah. Um, uh, cool. Uh, so should we just get into uh, the objective part well, of it? No, I guess I'll say, I'll say a few other things. Um, oh, that it's, you know, it's pretty impressive, because I believe it's a low-budget movie. I, I think it was an independent movie. Yeah. yeah, and, like, you know, it's got all this star power, mm -hmm. and um, and I'm, I'm sure they were attracted by the script, which is, it is really good. Mm -hmm. And but oh, the, yeah. I mean there there were times I mean you 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 said it was breezy there there were times like a lot of the dialogue scenes where I just kind of tuned out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I, I I was a little bit bored by the dialogue, but like the the scenes where they're introduced, which was really good, mm -hmm. and then the heist jobs that they do were pretty entertaining, yeah. and then the climax. But then, yeah, all the dialogue kind of in between all that, I, I zoned out. <laughs> oh, man, they're planting seeds. They're, they're, yeah, I know, I know. Setting it up for the payoff. And, and, and you know, I, I benefited from, I've, I've already seen it, so I kind of already know. Sure. But um, there, there were some times where I was like, wait, what's going on again? <laughs> but it's fine. I think there was that one, no, there was, so the point where they find, um, uh, wait, yeah, we're doing spoilers, right? Uh, Finster's yeah. body. I thought it was different, but I'm, I I ended up thinking of of uh, uh, things to do in Denver when you're dead, because I remember they find one of the, the the guys. He dies off off camera, but they find his body, I think, and it's like mutilated or something. I think he gets shot up the asshole or something. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know, but I kept thinking that that was this movie, and so I was just kind of like, wait, did that happen? And I rewound it, and I didn't hear anything about it, but I like I like to imagine right. that they shot him off the butthole. Sure. And it came out of his forehead. <laughs> sure, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably Benicio's idea. But yeah, that was a, a good movie. 
Uh, so yeah, that was, the only, that, that was I think the only part I zoned out on uh, that I actually rewound. Um, but yeah, what else? You got anything else? Uh, no. Like I, I still feel like I, I can see it uh, winning the Academy Award for writing. That's I still feel like okay, that's warranted. Yeah. But I like I again I I wouldn't say like oh if you've never seen this movie you need to see this movie I'm yeah like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, because he wasn't even a, a one-trick pony, Christopher McQuarrie, actually. He he does a lot of script polishes and, and just really solid work on his own, too. Uh, uh, the Way of the Gun, as I mentioned earlier, is uh, his directorial debut. It's mm-hmm. my, one of my favorite top three movies. Uh, can you guess which one? It's number three. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I made you guess. Um, yeah, he did that. He did the first Rack Reacher, which is really good. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's uh, pretty good, right? Yeah. Uh, what was the last thing he wrote? The two Mission Impossibles, mm. the last two, yeah, which are really good. I really Rogue Nation is my favorite of the series. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a really solid standout movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think he did work on the Mummy though, which wasn't very good. But oh, Edge of Tomorrow, he he, he wrote oh, on yeah. that. Did he do Valkyrie? He might have done that. Yeah, I think so. Which is a collaboration between Brian Singer and uh, Tom Cruise. His usuals, uh, usual suspects. There you go. Whoa. It's all coming full circle. It's it's like real life. It's called Let's Kill Hitler. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Cool stuff. So I really like him. I respect <clears> him. <throat> Respectable guy. Uh, unless he's been doing some weird things <laughs> that, that I'm going to hear about on Difficult People also. Um, but uh, yeah, what do you think? We should, should we get into this? Should we break it down? Sure. Okay, guys. So the point of quarter century cinema, we're sub- going to be subjectively objective. And uh, yeah, we're going to see what the score is. So should be ranked... Uh, 50% objective and 50% subjective, whatever. Uh, so this is only going to rank up to 50% of the total, but... You know, forget the map. Don't, don't even worry about it. Don't, even, don't worry about it. So first we're going to talk about... Fem- Sorry, I was going to say, it's like a tenant. Don't, don't even try to understand yeah, it. Yeah, don't, don't even. Just, you just got to feel it. So first we're going to talk about female representation in, in The Usual Suspects. <sighs> Out of a, a possible 10 points, what are we going to give it? I guess a one? Oh, no, not even a zero. <laughs> oh, I didn't know zero was the lowest I could go. Oh, uh, I mean, there's a woman in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I wrote that in my notes, too, is that, so she's established as a powerful criminal attorney uh, by reputation, but you don't really get to see her do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, the one scene, yeah, that's argue. yeah, she only has that one scene where she gets Keaton out of jail, mm-hmm. and all she's really doing is being, like, a doting girlfriend. She's just being like, I love you. Tell me you love me back. And I'm just like, what happened to the powerful criminal attorney here? Like, and I, I, I feel like I should know her name. Susie Amos. Susie Amos. Um, yeah, only, only character, only female character in this, uh, really. And uh, there's a doctor, but it doesn't pass the Bechdel test, which we established last time, uh, or well, with it, it's been established before. But for listeners who aren't familiar, there has to be two women. They both have names, and they both talk for more than a minute about something that isn't a man. Doesn't pass the test. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a one. Oh, sorry, it's a zero. Mm-hmm. Isaac, you also said a zero? Yeah. The usual suspects, you're fucking up, man. Mm-hmm. Arguably, one of the suspects could have been... No, <laughs> no. if, they, if the, the victim heard the voice, it would have been uh, a woman's voice. What if they did an all-female remake of uh, a reboot of uh, a remake of the Usual Suspects? 
I'd, I wouldn't be objected to that. Me neither, actually. Yeah. Check it out. Unless it stars, uh... Who? Kate McKinnon. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love Kate McKinnon. Yeah, love yeah. all of them, actually. Ghostbusters. Watch it. It's a good movie. It's not great, but it's it's, it's enjoyable. It could have been a lot worse. It's a, it's a different kind of humor from, from the original. Just keep that in mind. Yeah, that's true, also. But it's still it's still very enjoyable. Go out there. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it in 25 years. How about that? Or less. Um, okay, so what about the representation of minorities in The Usual Suspects? I'll, I'll, no, well, I guess they got, they got some... Are Russians minorities? <laughs> uh, I want to say yes. What? No, no, I don't think they're, no they're, they're still white. Still white. Uh, so it, you really just got Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. But but you know is is, is, he is, is he is he black is he Hispanic what's going on there? Uh, I, I, uh, is, is he the best of both worlds? <laughs> I think so. I don't remember his name or, or I don't think they bring any attention to it. But either way, he's a high-ranking uh, detective or or agent or, or or whatever. He he's not. I don't know. He doesn't seem like he's he's taking any shit or anything. He, he's doing. He's holding his own. Yeah. Uh, Gotta say, also, looking fresh, Giancarlo, oh, yeah, like, yeah, man. didn't recognize him. Yeah, no, really? Yeah, not at first. Oh, man. No, yeah, he's, he's, he's he looking is, good. He has aged horribly. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it fits in, in the roles he's, he's getting now. Yeah. Uh, he looks more grizzled and, and, and just, like, like yeah. he's had so much shit. He's put up with so much shit. Yeah. So it works. Um, I wanted, I, I wrote... So yeah, I, I guess I would have considered the Hungarians to be not white, but I guess I guess you're you're right. They they are. They're white. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Um, and they're they're all depicted as monsters, anyways. So arguably, is is that a good representation? It doesn't matter. Okay, so Fenster, they don't really uh, uh, talk about what nationality he is, but he's talking gibberish i don't even think that's a thing about his accent i think it's just the way he talks so yeah. it's not like they're making a commentary there right no okay good so um <laughs> oh, so this one i wrote and i wasn't sure is kobe is kobayashi middle eastern because they kind of give him a 10 oh i don't he, know yeah i don't know what the other accent is he's kind of doing a weird accent i think i don't know because the actor is what irish scottish something like oh man i'm so sorry i don't know um, I'm sure there is a very distinct difference, but I, I just don't know. One's from Ireland and one's from Scotland. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I kind of feel like they're kind of setting him up as a Pakistani or, or something, because uh, at one point he he's mentioning that, that uh, Kaiser Sose does a lot of business or, or was doing a lot of shipments to Pakistan. Um, and like I said, they kind of give him a tan, and he kind of has like hints... Of, of another accent? I, I, I don't know, but I, I wasn't sure what they were doing here with yeah. this guy. And then the name Kobayashi is obviously, like, kind of Asian. Well, I guess Middle Eastern is in Asia, right? Yeah. So, I guess the, the, all signs point to that. I guess they were, right? And they hired a white actor. Yeah. But we also can't definitively say, yeah, that was what was going on. We're still not really too sure. Mm-mm. So I'm going to give it maybe a few points off. I'm going to say there's nothing really too bad going on, but there's also not a whole lot of representation um, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a seven. What? <laughs> no, six. <laughs> oh, out of ten? I'm not because I was leaning towards a two. Oh, okay. Um, maybe I'll think about it. Uh, go ahead. Where were you? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess. I mean, I, I guess it's not a huge cast, and I guess there yeah. are yeah two. 
two of them are ethnic, Benicio and Giancarlo. And they're mostly criminals, so it's like yeah. if they're casting minorities as a criminal, is that really a good thing? Yeah. So, I, I guess I, I, can, I can double up. I'll go four. Four? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll go lower and I'll go... I'm going to go five. I'm on the fence about it. Yeah. I didn't feel like it was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't feel like it, it was doing anything wrong by not making the main guys uh, minorities, but... Oh, well, Benicio de Toro is still hey, but, there. But you know what? It's so, a movie about criminals, and they're not, they're not black, so there you go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that, <laughs> that's part of yeah my argument. Oh, okay. Um, but you didn't say dumb enough like I did. Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, okay. Uh, not too bad. So, five. I'm, I'm going to five. Um, LGBTQ plus representation. Um, I mean, I, I, I still kind of feel like it doesn't have to be explicitly said because right. I mean, with my with minorities, you can, you can see that someone's different with LGBTQ. Like, you wouldn't know until you like go more in depth. Like, oh, this person, yeah. like, so if if I was a gay person watching the movie, like, I could assume many of these people are gay because because they yeah. they act like normal people. Yeah, as gay people. I, I kept even thinking if maybe there was like supposed to be like a um, a subtle hint, like maybe uh, Verbal was sexually attracted to Keaton, or maybe like Keaton was trying to kind of like seduce Verbal to be like his, um, you know, to get him on his side. Uh, them or or Finster and McManus also. Uh, People can make that argument that they had a thing going on. Yeah, well, I I didn't know about the two of them together, but there was times where I, I was like, I could see like Fenster, maybe someone saying like, oh yeah, he was gay, and I would be, I would totally, I'll ask Benicio del Toro, and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, maybe he played it that way. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe they said it in the commentary. I don't know. Uh, maybe Kobayashi and 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 Soze also uh, were. A, th- a thing I don't know. Uh, it, it's kind of like a Smithers Burns thing. Uh, who who knows? But um, uh, what did I write about that one? So so the only the only character we know is straight is Keaton. Yeah, because sure. he's got a lady friend. I don't know she's a very handsome woman though. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, what I was gonna say about about your yours is, I guess it doesn't have to be. You don't have to show that a character is. Uh, you know, has a, a a different sexual identity or anything, because like in, so like in Star Trek Beyond, I would say that's still a pretty good example because it you know it, it shows that uh, Sulu was uh, married and had a child with with a man, mm-hmm. but I want to say that's a bad example also. So it gets some points, but it's also points off because you get rid of him for the rest of the movie, like you don't get to show that a gay person can be a hero. You know what I mean? So it, it it doesn't have to be totally involved with the plot. But anyways, my my counter argument was that like Birds of Prey, you don't see Renee Montoya going out and just hitting up the dating scene. You just mention one one line that she had an ex girlfriend, and then she gets to be the hero of the movie, and that's it. That's all you really need to know. You're just showing that, you know, uh, different pe- people with different different uh, perspectives can still have. Can still lead movies, can still lead normal lives, mm-hmm. uh, can be can contribute to society. Yeah, I mean it's that's good representation right there. I would give that one like a ten, and then maybe the Star Trek one. I don't know. It's a good effort. It's a five, maybe. 
But yeah, it doesn't have to be the whole thing. You don't have to see their whole courtship or anything. You don't have to see her grab a girl and make out with her. You don't have to see Sulu making love to his husband or anything. Yeah. Well, no, that... you don't have to either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So it is harder to show, but you can still establish that through character development, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a major plot point. Like, uh, I mean, I know this was a jest, but like when they're in, in the holding cell and then uh, Fenster says that he had a, a guy's finger up his ass. Oh, right. And, then, and Kevin Pollock was like, is it Friday already? <laughs> That's and pretty then, good. And then Fenster <laughs> said something back to him. But I was like, that could be an implication that he's gay. And I know. think it's just like something like, come see me, lover boy, yeah, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> like, I, I, again, I know it's in jest, but it could also be an implication that he's, that he's gay, yeah. Yeah, and even then, it just not even said uh, uh, derogatory. It's not like they're uh, mocking, uh, you know, homosexual activity or anything. They're just like, yeah, man, just go with it. You know, whatever... Whatever fits the situation, it kind of seems like is what they're saying. Um, it doesn't doesn't seem like they're against it, uh, except for at one point uh, at the end when uh, uh, McManus is is with a sniper rifle and he's aiming at the I think he counts eight dudes, uh, eight Hungarian dudes, and then he says Oswald was a blank. Uh, he seems a, like he can say that because he's, he's might be yeah, he might be. So, you don't know. <laughs> that's true. We don't know. So maybe it won't get points off for that. Uh, but uh, it still could use something, but maybe it did. It's arguable that some of the characters could be um, leading different lifestyles. I don't know, Isaac. What do you... I'm on the fence here again. Maybe a five. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think uh, from now on, like, if if there's not explicitly, like, saying, all these people are straight, then I'm just going to give it a five. Cause sure, yeah, because it could still be left to interpretation. Yeah. I'm going to give it a five also. Um, yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Okay, so this one is uh, people with health conditions, mental or physical. Um, verbal, obviously, is the, the big one here. I I understand that, that he, you know, he kind of plays the limp to uh, convey himself as a weakling so people wouldn't kind of suspect what he's up to but the the detective um, or the, the what was the FTA agent I don't know what, what he is uh, Dave Coulier no I'm kidding <laughs> um, he on several parts of it makes the insinuation that or no straight up says that verbal is dumb and I'm just like, well, why? All he has is the limp, and he, you know, he has the crippled arm and stuff. And th- there's nothing about him, his behavior, at least, that suggests that he has any mental impairment. But because he's crippled, Kulian automatically is just all like, "You're dumb." Like, no, I, I think he kind of meant cause like even at the beginning, uh, when uh, uh, Kent, Verbal Kent is narrating, introducing all the characters, he's saying like. All these guys were kind of like big shots in, in these games, and, and he was kind of a low time or small time comment. So he wasn't at their level. Like, he wasn't capable. Even though, you know, in the story, we, sh- we see that, like, Verbal's the man with the plan, they call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing to. I guess Koyan doesn't see that, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, he's not at their level, but I think. I think because verbal is is not afforded the opportunity to be as uh, incognito as the rest of them, it, you know, with 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 his limp and his ailments, he's not gonna he's gonna stick out more, you know, mm-hmm. like like 
he's like he's not inconspicuous. He, he it's more obvious. It stands out. I can understand why they didn't wouldn't want to involve him in their team because it's just like it's it's identifiable. It's just like you, you have to identify characteristics, and, and that's just something that unfortunately sticks out. I'm not saying that's wrong to be a cripple. I'm not saying criminals can't be criminals, but it's just something that's going to be more obvious to a uh, a witness. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they kind of want to leave him out, or why he can't hit the big leagues like these other guys can. But he's not dumb. I don't think. I don't think he ever shows any uh, any examples of, of 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 being not all there. Yes, but also, I mean, he's he's purposely trying not to hit the big leagues. So it's a very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> like he's he's trying not to call attention to himself. Like it's his whole thing. Yeah, he's trying to undersell it for sure. Um, so yeah, it's a very it's a it's a very complex line on that one. Um, but no, I'm, I'm still going to say I didn't like that they made the assumption that he was dumb because he was crippled. At least the one guy. The one guy... Well, yeah. Kuyan specifically says it twice, I think. Once at the beginning, once at the end. And I, I was kind of like, mm-mm, no. Where's this coming from? I don't like this. Yeah. And then... How many, how many is this happening again? This is also uh, a ten. ten. Oh, man. All the representation ones are ten. Okay. Uh, I feel like a lot of movies are going to get zero. Be- just because, you know, a lot of actors... I mean, because then you have the the argument that just because someone's playing someone with a disability doesn't mean... Like, they should have gotten someone who has a disability. To, to, to. So, sure. I, I, so I don't think there is actual representation okay. o- other than, like, say, a movie like The Ringer. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Uh, so, I mean, yes, there's a there's a... Fairly good reason why you wouldn't cast someone with a with an actual limp to play Rebel Kent. Yeah. Um, hold on, I gotta take this phone. Go for it. Cool. <coughs> but uh, so back to to what we were saying. Sorry, I got a phone call. Um, so I don't know. I feel like this is gonna have to be. Oh, I don't, don't want to say zero. Right. But maybe a one. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking a two because I, uh, yeah, like you said, I I, I don't. Sorry, you said one. Um, I, I understand why they, they wouldn't cast someone with an actual limp to play verbal, but like I said, the whole thing about him being dumb uh, because he's, he's, he's crippled, I, I didn't like. I didn't like it at all. It really did bother me. Um, I understand the implication of it, uh, of him, of him doing it in order to not seem like he's a mastermind, but I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give it a two. It really, it really did bother me. Um, I feel like it shouldn't. Like I said, this is supposed to be objective, but I'm subjecting it. Uh, but it did bother me. Um, so, I don't know. What we know now, Isaac, did what we know now affect your viewing of this movie at all? No, uh, I'm, and I'm... Um, oh, this is worth five points. Yeah, I don't really agree with the whole, like, retroactive shaming thing. Right. Like, uh, the, other, the other day, some people were... There was a Michael Jackson song on the radio at work, mm-hmm. and then some people were like, they're still playing his music on, on the radio? And I was like, I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> his music was it's still pretty cool, you know? Like, and, yeah. and he's not the only person... Oh, okay, I'm not, not talking about Michael Jackson anymore, but still. Right. <laughs> um, but the, this movie, you know, Brian Singer and Kevin Spacey, they're not the only people who worked on this movie. You right. know, they're not the... Like, this movie should not suffer because of what, what they did. But... Given that, I will say, overall, good movie. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say Brian Singer, well done. 
but I will also say Kevin Spacey, he didn't deserve that Academy Award. Who, who do you think would have gotten it? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember the nominees, but I just feel like he won on the basis that like a lot of the, the, the judges were like, on the twist, really. Okay. They were like, oh, that twist, he got us. Oh, sorry, that's there. Oh, he got us. Like, so that's, I feel like that's why he won that. Mm. But even then, like, at the end, when he's, when he's crying to Dr. Uh, Kuyan. I don't think he's a doctor. <laughs> 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 Detective Kuyan? Yeah, Kuyan. When he's crying to him, I'm like, this is not a very good performance. Like, I, I know he's faking it. Yeah. But it's still not very good. And so, I don't know. I just kind of felt like, okay, well, he... And and in, and I've never really, or at, or at least not the last time I watched it, felt like I never really understood like why is why is Verbal Kent here like he doesn't seem to be a particularly likable guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's he's not very captivating as a character, like he's just kind of there in the in the background for a lot of the. So, I mean, I guess he yeah, yeah he I mean, came up the plans, but yeah. He's just like, why, why, why is he here? Like, we, as the audience, I mean, he's supposed to be a very unassuming, but at the same right. time, I kind of felt like, I don't care about this guy. No, no I mean, I guess I don't care either. But, yeah. I mean, you kind of, at the end, you understand why he was, why he was there, mm-hmm. and why he was very downplayed in his role, so that it could impact the twist a lot more. But yeah, there's a lot of parts where Karen Spacey, especially the parts where he's playing innocent, um, where I was just like, this motherfucker. But then I thought, is that because of what I know about real life or because of what I know about the movie? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay, I don't know how to feel about it. But it works. Either yeah. way, it works. Because, I mean, I, I, I'm in the, and I haven't seen these other movies in a while, but, like, I know in Seven, he's great. In American Beauty, yeah. he's great. Um, maybe mm-hmm. Kate Bax is fine. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe. But, but in this one... I don't. Yeah, I don't remember ever particularly thinking he was great in it. I mean, I do like the twist again, but I don't know. I just don't feel like he's anything. I and yeah. although I know this was his like ticket to stardom, really, yeah. but I don't know. No, I th- I think you're right. The it's not a phenomenal performance, but I, I I think it's more just the writing of it that that really impacts it. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. It, Either way, I don't feel like it made me hate the movie. Um, also, with the Brian Singer stuff, um, I don't really. Yeah, I, I didn't. Wasn't really thinking about. It. I know with Bohemian Rhapsody, I specifically didn't want to watch it, mostly because of that's when the allegations came out, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I don't know. I'm not gonna watch this. I eventually did. Didn't like it either way, because a girl I liked told me it was a really good movie, and it turns out I have very terrible taste in women. So yeah, yeah. What can you do? Uh, yeah, so Brian Singer, I'm probably still going to watch the old X-Men movies, not the new ones, though, um, but, uh, yeah, I didn't, no, none of it ruined my movie-going experience, I kind of feel like maybe it should have, but it didn't, uh, I still want to give it a five. Oh, um, yeah, I can't. well, no, maybe not a five, mm-hmm. uh, I think I'll, I'll give it a five. wait, so the more the higher we score, the better it is, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Okay. I uh, maybe a six. Oh no! It's it's out of five points. Oh I, oh okay. Uh, I'll I'll go with four. Four. Yeah. All right. Just because I I still don't feel like Spacey should have won the Academy Award, even though again that's that's a then thing and not a now thing. But <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still kind of like he wasn't that great. I suppose. Right. Sure. Uh, no, it was still good, but not. Probably not the best that year. I'm sure if we look through the nominees, we might find a better one. Yeah. You know, uh, put me down for a three. Yeah. Three. All yeah. right. 
That feels better. No, wait, but this category is specifically based on what we know happened behind the scenes, not necessarily what he was doing on screen. Oh, well then, a five. Five also? Because, I mean, as far, as far as I know, nobody complained about either one of them during the production. True. They probably were doing stuff, but who knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, special effects is worth three points. Um, not a whole lot going on. Nothing that really, you know, looked terrible or... Yeah, I mean, I guess overall no special effects at all, really. No, just make just blood, blood stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say so it's out of three points. I'm gonna give it the three points because every, everything in it visually holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one also is kind of a weird category: outdated tech and trends. Uh, nothing really going on. I don't think. I th- I think I remember at one point uh, when. When Kobayashi's telling Keaton that that his girlfriend's like upstairs, in, it, they're in a completely different city. And he's like, "Oh, your girlfriend's out here," and I was like, "Well, if it was today, they could have just text, you know, and been in contact with each other." You know? I guess. Yeah. So I feel like it's outdated. Like, well, no, like now that wouldn't happen now. Is yeah, is all I is all I was saying. But yeah, but it's it's still it, for the time that it was set at, like. Yeah, yeah, it was, I guess it's fine, whatever. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a weird category. I, I, I haven't really fully ex- learned how to explain it, but it, that's why it's, it's low risk. It's, it's, it's You want to give it two points? Or just Out of one? three? Yeah, or no, two. out of two. Out of two? Oh, yeah, two's fine, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give it a two also. They have a fax machine, they have a sketch artist, whatever. Yeah, people, <laughs> people still use that fax machines, though, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I think so, yeah. But even then, even if they didn't, I, I remember the last time I saw a fax machine, the... Having one in this movie didn't make me go, oh shit, remember those? Like, yeah. it's, I was still just fine with it. I was just like, okay, yeah. But so it didn't, it didn't pull me out of the movie um, when they used it. But I'm pretty sure they still are relevant somewhat. Um, so the next ones are just uh, straight up uh, yes or no categories. Body shots in this movie. None. Nah, no, 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 no nudity in this movie. It's worth two points. It gets zero actually. I mean, good. <laughs> Yeah, because these are bonus. So these are more than the... We've already ranked, totaled up the 50 points, but these are like a bonus thing. So it, it really loses nothing by not having nudity in it, but couldn't hurt, you know? Okay. Um, and uh, the Kev- zero degrees of Kevin Bacon rule. Is Kevin Bacon in this movie, Isaac? Not that I'm aware of. No, me neither. Zero points. Isaac, d- would you like to uh, venture... Try to uh, make a Kev- oh, sorry, Kevin Bacon association? Uh, you can use either maybe Kevin Spacey or Kevin Byrne. Uh, sorry, Gabriel Byrne. All, all Kevins here. <laughs> was he with Kevin Spacey and something? Weren't they in... No, I was going to say Apollo 11. That was Tom Hanks. You see? I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, now I'm curious about this Tom Hanks-Kevin Spacey association. Mm-hmm. Why'd you confuse these guys? Yeah. Because they're both, uh, you know, the actors you go to for dramatic stuff for a while. Right. They were. Yeah. Um... No, I don't know. No, you don't. You want to try Gabriel Byrne? The Gabriel Byrne one is a little bit more... There's just like three steps there. You don't have to. I can just tell you what I got. Yeah, go for it. So Kevin Spacey was in Seven with Brad Pitt, who was in Sleepers with uh, Kevin Bacon. Okay. We used that one last time for the... I connected... uh, Who did I connect? Bruce Willis? No, Brad Pitt. (laughs) Brad Pitt directly to Kevin Bacon. Uh, Gabriel Byrne was in Hereditary with uh, Tony Collette, mm-hmm. uh, who was in Little Miss Sunshine with Steve Carell, who was in Crazy Stupid Love with Kevin Bacon. Oh, there you go. All right. Cool. So, uh, overall, out of a... What the fuck? <laughs> uh, 
I think I might have done this wrong. Oh, here you go. Okay. So out of 50 points, uh, the usual suspects averaged 10.5, but it, it, it took a steep dive on female representation. So uh, could you make this movie today? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, you could, but yeah. it just wouldn't. It would be very criticized. Yeah. Uh, wow, 10.5. So that's worse than 12 Monkeys, which got 23.06. Mm. Huh. That's interesting. But, yeah, there you go. You, you, or, uh, the Usual Suspects doesn't hold up, guys. Well, yeah, there, there was four of us last time. Yeah. There's two of us this time, so double it. So it's still less than 12 21. Monkeys, yeah. It's 21. Yeah, it's still, still less. Weird. Um, yeah, th there might be something wrong with my spreadsheet here. Uh, I'll have to figure that out. Okay, hi, everybody. I just have to interrupt real quick because I realized that I did the average out of four still because last time we had four of us so i changed it to, to to average it out of two and so the new score or the correct score for the usual suspects comes out to 21 mostly it's just white guys straight white guys maybe i don't know but yeah uh just uh my bad and uh now you know it's 21 all right thanks on with the show well, there you go uh, so usual, usual suspects you fucked up um, Isaac, is there anything you want to say before we go? Any last uh, words? No. Final words? Final thoughts. What are Jerry's final thoughts? Oh, okay. Oscar and Fabi, where were you? Yeah, where were you? We could have used your input on this. I don't know what we're doing. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, overall, I still liked it. Um, I didn't think it was too offensive or anything, except for the female stuff. But yeah, that's a very low score. Not at all what I was expecting. I don't know. Next time, we'll we'll probably do some. I think we're gonna do Mortal Kombat at some point. Ooh. I would like to do that. We probably should. Ooh, just that's got some female representation. Oh yeah. Uh, we probably should just done that with just the two of us. But you know, I, I feel like the usual suspects is more uh, ensemble thing. But uh, unfortunately, uh, Oscar probably couldn't make it. George is asleep. Go see and uh, 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 I invited Carlos and the Watchtower guys, but they they couldn't make it. Also, so it's all it's all good. Um, at least we can still. Put some content out there, it's fine. You, maybe Mortal Kombat, well, everyone will be here. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Sure. Awesome. Okay, well, we'll see you guys next time for maybe Mortal Kombat, maybe something else. Bye. This has been a Beacon Claws podcast. For inquiries, email us at beak.claws at gmail.com. That first dot is the dot, not the word. Thanks for listening. <laughs>